The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. And hello again, wrestling fans. Welcome to another edition of the This Week in History, presented by Scumbags Wrestling and, of course, Cool Bet. Well, I thank you for joining us on YouTube or Facebook, listening to us on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. We are part of the Johnners Podcasting Network, as you just heard. And, of course, we are part of the Ontario Independent Podcasting Network here in Ontario, Canada. So I want to thank you for being a part of our shows. We're getting close to the uh, one-year uh, celebration-ish, uh, if you want to call it that, of uh, getting through a year of history. And we're going to be uh, continuing on, but finding a different way of presenting it to you in the coming episodes. Uh, a little more spotlight and going in-depth on some of the events and superstars that we talk about uh, and instead of just throwing it all in one uh, time. But, uh, yeah, I want to thank you for being a part of it. Christmas is getting uh, close, so I definitely want to encourage you to stop by our uh, store at ProWrestlingTees.com backslash uh, Scumbags Wrestling and pick up one of our wonderful t-shirts. I'll just bring it up right here. And, of course, you can end up giving your favorite uh, wrestling fan a uh, shirt from us. And, of course, the uh, independent wrestling comic book cover will support Stephen's Wrestling Journey and the research for Carrie Malformation at SickKids Hospital in Toronto. We've had a great year of uh, supporting them. So far in 2021, let's keep it up for 2022. But we're here for history. We can't do that until we go over to Niagara Falls and welcome in Jonesy. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. It's been snowing a good part of the day. Yeah, uh, snowing around here. I'm down in Windsor uh, visiting with uh, family right now. So uh, back and forth between London and Windsor and even uh, my favorite place, Camp Kintail. Just relaxing until I go back to work uh, beginning of the year. So uh, countdown is on to that and see what uh, goes on in 2022. Uh, beyond that, yeah, we're here for wrestling. So I'm ready when you are, ever you are. Okie dokie. We're going to start with the December 3rd. 30 years ago, WWF presented this Tuesday in Texas. Uh, the um, Some of the matches, Ric Flair defeated Roddy Piper. Uh, that was a dark match. Uh, the pay-per-view matches, uh, some of them included Bret Hart defeating Skinner by submission to retain the WWF Intercontinental Championship. Yes, it was shitty. Bret Hart went against a guy named Skinner. Hey, Steve Cairn had his uh, time in the spotlight uh, definitely a different uh, look uh, as Skinner compared to one of the Fantastics when he looked like a uh, uh, very hairy Chippendale. Back back then, uh, some of the matches Bret Hart had to do uh, against some of these guys, like Skinner to me was just a joke in, in the WWF. Yeah. And, it's part of the cartoon world that uh, we yep. were uh, experiencing at that time. Um, so, yeah. 
Uh, Randy Savage uh, defeated Jake Roberts. Uh, Post-match, uh, Roberts uh, bitch-slapped Miss Elizabeth. Uh, that was fun. And Hulk Hogan defeated The Undertaker to win the WWF Championship. And Sean, um, more about the uh, bitch slap. Yeah, well, uh, a couple points in that one. Because that was Randy Savage's first uh, match back officially since losing to the Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania 7 and getting the love of his life back, uh, Elizabeth. We saw the uh, build-up to Jake Roberts attacking them after their wedding at the SummerSlam. Uh, event in uh, 91 and the uh, crashing the uh, wedding party, the reception afterwards with oh, Undertaker. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it uh, led to uh, the, the Cobra coming out and gnawing on uh, Randy's arm, finally getting reinstated uh, to wrestle, but not in time for uh, Survivor Series, even six days earlier. But uh, they saved it for Tuesday night in Texas which was almost a glorified uh, pay-per-view version of Saturday Night's Men event, the way it was presented. And it was on a Tuesday, which now we were used to seeing SmackDown taped on Tuesdays. But SmackDown and Raw didn't even exist then. And, of course, this led to uh, the eventual breakup of Jake Roberts and Undertaker because by February, uh, the next main event, Undertaker turned face and uh, rescued uh, Savage and Elizabeth from Jake uh, taking them out with a chair because that would have been Elizabeth. And speaking of Undertaker, even though he uh, uh, lost the title after only holding it for six days, he was, up until that point, the youngest uh, person to win the WDF championship at age 26. Eventually, uh, Yokozuna won it uh, younger, and so did uh, then... uh, Brock Lesnar, Rock, and uh, Orton. But uh, up until that time, everybody was older than Undertaker being uh, the champion. Uh, decent pay-per-view. I think I'm going to probably go and watch it because it's like a yeah, less than two-hour quick uh, watch. But uh, some really good matches there. Yeah, those uh, hour-and-a-half to two-hour pay-per-views, they were um, a little more affordable. Affordable, and they got down to the point of, hey, we're wrestling. That's it. Done. Yep. Here's your matches. And you didn't realize you were only that length of time. All right. We're going 16 years ago in Los Angeles, California. Joey Ryan pictured there, defeated Kevin Steen to win the Pro Wrestling Gorilla Heavyweight Championship. And I think that's all we need to acknowledge Joey Ryan for. Yeah. Well, he, he's still in hot water there. That hasn't been cleared up. Yeah, he's still a dirt bag. Still a dirt bag. 15 years ago, WWE presented ECW, December to Dismember, from the James Brown Arena in Augusta, Georgia. Uh, the show was considered by many to be among the worst pay-per-views, not just in WWE history, but professional wrestling history. The main event uh, featured an Extreme Elimination Chamber match, It uh, unfortunately featured Bobby Lashley, uh, who defeated the Big Slow, uh, who was on his way out at the time, Uh, RVD, Hardcore Holly, CM Punk, and Test. And Paul Heyman would take the fall for the show, even though McMahon had his fingerprints all over the show. Yeah, uh, this one I was kind of looking forward to. It was the first ever ECW event after um, the relaunch of ECW as a product. Uh, Third brand for WWE. 
But as you saw in the graphic, I'll uh, bring it up again. Sabu was supposed to be part of that match. And just moments before the uh, match happened, they yanked him from there and threw in Bob Holly. And that was unknown uh, what was going on there. Going into the pay-per-view, they only had the uh, chamber match announced and also a special one-night-only Hardy Boys versus Eminem uh, match. And I think only one of those teams were working for ECW at the time. The rest of the card was just thrown together uh, without any build-up. It could have been better, but it just, yeah, it was total train wreck. And then when you get to the main event, they had weapons in the uh, chamber, which is fine because it was ECW and hardcore elimination chamber. But fans knew that Big Show was leaving. So instead of surprising people in a way and taking him out and uh, putting in hardcore Holly, instead of uh, doing the Sabu uh, trick, they could have uh, also eliminated Big Show first in a way. So then people are wondering who's going to walk out with this title. A lot of people were already on the CM Punk bandwagon from his Ring of Honor days and finally getting to a somewhat main roster getting out of OVW. And once again, the start of WD crushing people's the hopes and dreams for CM Punk started that night with him not coming out with the title and Bobby Lashley who had the belt. So yeah, quite the train wreck and it's a shame Paul Heyman took the blame on that one, but he has been able to redeem himself and come back multiple times or stay with the organization in uh, different roles. Yes, and it's uh, I, I've always liked uh, Paul Heyman. Eight years ago, TNA taped a special episode of Impact with uh, Final Resolution. Uh, the show aired on December 19th. Uh, some of the matches, Bobby Roode defeated Kurt Angle 2-1 in a best of a three match, I think, or something. I don't know. I cut off the best of. Uh, Magnus defeated Jeff Hardy in a Dixieland match to win the vacated TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Of course, nowadays, you can't say Dixie. <laughs> hey, anytime I ask, I ask Google... Or sorry, Alexa. Which I, oh, there you go. She didn't go on um, for a um, uh, Dixie Chick song. I always just get the chicks. Okay, on to December fourth, thirty years ago, Hulk Hogan is stripped of the WWF Championship following a controversial finish to the end of his bout with the Undertaker the previous night at this Tuesday uh, night in Texas uh, by WWF President Jack Tunney. Tunney would announce that the winner of the forthcoming 30-man battle, sorry, the 30-man Royal Rumble match would be the un, before the undisputed WWF Championship. Yeah, that was uh, when Tunney was the uh, figurehead uh, Canadian guy, uh, still being honored in a position uh, since they were the Canadian promoters for WWF at the time, uh, the Tunney family were, but he was just a glorified puppet. I liked that role, though, before all these different uh, heel-type general managers uh, got involved. Uh, it gets overdone. We've seen it a few bunch of times. Once or twice, not so bad, but once continuous. I like when they're behind the scenes. And up until recently, Sonya Deville and, well, mainly Adam Pierce 
were doing somewhat the Jack Tunney role of just putting in matches and adjudicating if something came up. Now they're getting put into heel manager roles, but what can you do? Oh, yeah, we knew it was big deal when Jack Tunney came on the screen. Uh, we got 28 years ago, Kevin Sullivan and Tasmaniac defeated Tommy Dreamer and Shane Douglas, who was subbing for Johnny Gunn, to win the ECW Tag Team Championship. Uh, Douglas turned heel on Dreamer and cost him the match and the tag titles. Bad Shane Douglas. Bad Shane Douglas. 23 years ago in Salem, Indiana, Ian Rotten defeated Corporal Robinson to win the IWA Mid-South Heavyweight Championship for a fourth time. Uh, during the match, Rotten hit Robinson in the head with a window pane that had fluorescent light tubes attached to it. The glass uh, cut an artery above Robinson's temple, making him gush blood out of his head. Uh, they quickly went to the finish. Uh, Robinson would be rushed to a hospital and suffered a brain aneurysm due to a blood clot. But thankfully, in the end, he was okay. And we got to see light tubes. Yeah. In North America. Yeah. Don't see them enough here. 21 years ago on Raw is War, William Reel defeated Crash Holly by submission to win the WWF European Championship. And the end of the show saw Vince McMahon get a last ride, a rock bottom, and a stone cold stunner back to back to back. And over on the sinking ship, Nitro saw WCW Commissioner Mike Saunders award the uh, vacant WCW World Tag Team Championship to Perfect Event, which was Chuck Palumbo and Sean Stasiak. This was the 15th title change in seven months. That's once every 16 days since WCW's reboot. And later that night at the Thunder taping, yes, that's right, that's back when they they filmed Nitro and Thunder, and I think they might have, they filmed something else at that time too, I believe another show. I almost want to say Saturday night, Saturday, Saturday night or something, because near either, the end. Either WCW Saturday night or uh, uh, Power Hour or something like that. Because their shows were over five hours long near the end because of how much TV they had to slap in there. Yeah. Anywho, uh, Saunders, who was also the WCW Cruiserweight Champion, would lose the title to Chavo Guerrero on that Thunder taping. Clearly, the era of uh, even more so, the titles being just a prop. Yes. But not really a story uh, driver. driver. Yeah, yeah, that was terrible when they stripped the belts. Anyways, 12 years ago, Edward Smith Fatu Jr., a.k.a. Umanga, uh, died of a, par a pair of heart attacks he suffered that day. He was just 36. Yep, the brother of Rikishi and uncle of the Usos. Mm-hmm. You, you, you'd think Rikishi would have had a heart attack years ago, but uh, you know what? He, he does a lot of aerobic shaking with that big ass. And he did survive a uh, drive-by shooting in San Francisco, so he's he's yes, he did done I, well. I, I I remember him uh, when uh, oh what, what what was it time for a change was that when him? he was spot two making a difference making a difference I was going to say time for a change is on but and his other his other son is now in NXT uh, two point nice NXT two what the hell is that that's what they're calling NXT now. 
because they got rid of the black and gold and it's all rainbow and sunshine and uh, brighter lights and all rookies, basically, with only a few experienced guys. Triple H got kicked to the curb by his own father-in-law. Wow. Yeah, that's because it was it was too good. It was too popular. Yep. All right. Eight years ago, Calgary Mayor Nahid Nassi uh, declared the Hart Mansion a heritage site, which is the equivalent of a landmark. Uh, originally a home for orphans, Stu purchased the house in 1951 and kicked out all the orphans. No, just kidding. Uh, and he would become the head, it would become the headquarters of Stampede Wrestling, and the basement, nicknamed the Dungeon, would be the breeding ground, improving uh, ground for hundreds of wrestlers. Hey, it's a happy 37th birthday for Brooke Nicole Adams, aka Miss Brooke Tessmacher. Yeah, she was part of uh, the Extreme Expose when. Uh... ECW relaunched and was with uh, uh, Kelly Kelly and uh, Layla L yeah. before going over to TNA. Mm, and punching my screen inappropriately. Yeah, so she had uh, runs with TNA and WWE. Going to move on now to December 5th. 24 years ago, Doug uh, Furness and Phil LaFon defeated the full-blooded Italians to win the ECW World Tag Team Championship. Yeah, they were uh, bouncing in between ECW and WWE during that uh, time when uh, Heyman and uh, Vince had a uh, working relationship. 17 years ago, TNA presented Turning Point. We had Team Canada, Bobby Roode and Eric Young with Scott Demore defeat three live crew, which was BG James and Ron Gillings, to win the NWA World Tag Team Championship. DDP defeated Raven, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy and Randy Savage defeated the Kings of Wrestling, Jeff Jarrett, uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. This was Savage's last match of his career. He would leave TNA shortly after due to not happy with Grape. And America's Most Wanted, Chris Harris and James Storm defeated Triple X, Christopher Daniels, and Alex Skipper in a Six Sides of Steel match. As a result of the loss, uh, Triple X was forced to disband. Yeah, it's a shame that that uh, spelled the last match of Randy Savage's career. Uh, I think afterwards he did do that uh, lovely rap album targeting Hulk Hogan to be a man. And he, if Hogan had stepped up for a charity fight... That would have been Savage's probably last one. Wow. Glad that didn't happen. 16 years ago, Eric Bischoff's tenure as Raw General Manager would come to an end. Vince McMahon would hold court in the middle of the ring and made Bischoff answer for his failures as longtime boss in a mock trial by Vince McMahon. Bischoff was ceremoniously dumped in the back of a garbage truck and driven off by the Honorable Mr. McMahon. Uh, as this photo says, it's a full length. Uh, there's that's a thumbnail for a video that's on YouTube, and it's all there from that episode 30 minutes of wow. uh, the different clips and in ring segment, and uh, leading to Eric being dumped in the back of a garbage truck at the hands of Vince McMahon. Uh, some people have questioned that whole thing if we liked it or not. 
and Bischoff didn't mind uh, how his uh, time ended like that because he felt that his time had started wearing thin of how much more he could do uh, with his character and how he was ceremoniously dumped like he did. He could see it. I, I think it was an honorable way to go out getting the same uh, death that um, Shredder got in the first Turtle movie. Mind you, he didn't die, and neither did Eric Bischoff. No. Though we didn't get a super Eric Bischoff, who they could have got Kevin Ash to play. 11 years ago, TNA presented Final Resolution. Rob Van Dam defeated Rhino in a first blood match. Doug Williams defeated AJ Styles to win the TNA Television Championship. Abyss defeated Delangelo De Niro in a casket match. And Jeff Hardy defeated Matt Morgan in a no-DQ match to retain the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. And Mr. Anderson was the special referee. Anderson! Anderson! Nine years ago, CM Punk surpasses John Zena to become the longest reigning WWE champion of the modern era at 381 days. Yeah, I believe he made it up to like 412-ish. Uh, before that ended at the hands of The Rock, and unfortunately, he never got to uh, main event at WrestleMania, which was one of his beefs with WWF or WWE for not being able to do so. And uh, if he continues with AEW, that ain't going to happen uh, still. Uh, but yeah, I think right now, because of uh, the situation with the lack of relationship between uh, Punk and the McMahons, Roman Reigns is on his way to surpassing CM Punk's reign, which, depending on how you look at it, Brock Lesnar might have already did so, but depends on which title belt you're talking about as well. Mm. So I think Roman's on his way to at least go past Punk's uh, timing mm. and uh, Brock's. Punk's old news, man, old news. December 6th, 32 years ago in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Candy Devine defeated Judy Martin to win the a uh, AWA Women's Championship for a fifth time. Isn't isn't that hilarious that picture? Like, yeah. Look at that hair. That's just screaming like like very 80s. 80s or like that would have been uh, 89, I believe. You yeah, got so. your wire rack uh, on the wall as your backdrop. Probably some sort of uh, fur uh, as your blanket you're on. She has a snakeskin bathing suit because all the women just wore bathing suits to do their uh, matches. And, of course, as you pointed out, the hair and makeup. Yep. Great, great hair. This definitely screams late 80s. And Divine would be the last women's champion in AWA as she abandoned it just before the promotion shut down in 1991. 23 years ago, Chris Candido and Lance Storm defeated Doug Furness and Phil LaFon and Axel Rotten and Balls Mahoney in a three-way dance to win the ECW World Tag Team Championship. The win comes just a day after the Can-Am Express, Furness and LaVon, won the tag titles. 
23 years ago today, uh, WWF presented the UK exclusive pay-per-view, Capital Carnage, from the London Arena in London, England. Good old JR would suffer a Ball's palsy attack while commentating the show, coming just hours after his mother died of a heart attack. So a bad night for uh, uh, good old JR. Uh, some of the matches featured was the New Age Outlaws uh, defeated D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry to retain the WWF Tag Team Championship. The Rock defeated X-Pac by DQ to retain the WWF Championship. And Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Kane, Mankind, and The Undertaker in a fatal four-way match. And Jared Briscoe was the special referee. Yeah, I'm not sure if this is actually available on the network or not. Uh, since it was a UK exclusive, you have to uh, probably do a deep dive into uh, the archives over on uh, Peacock or WD Network. Um, just also uh, a moment uh, since we were talking about JR having Bell's palsy and losing his uh, mother uh, that same day. Just want to give a uh, shout out and thoughts uh, to uh, Jim Ross and his uh, friends and family at this time, because um, as of this recording, he's about, uh, or by the time this airs, should I say, um, he's about halfway through his radiation for his uh, current cancer situation that he's going through with the lump that they found uh, down on his leg. And so uh, we'll keep him uh, in our thoughts and uh, see him back uh, in the booth at AEW soon. Yes, yes, that, I didn't even know that was going on with him. 22 years ago on Nitro, Jushin Thunder Liger defeated uh, Psychosis, substituting for the injured Juventud Guerrera to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. At the time, New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling was so embarrassed about the previous week's title change, uh, being Guerrera hit Liger with a tequila bottle to win the title, it was not reported on Japanese media and not recognized for years. New Japan would recognize the, the two title changes in 2007. Liger's win would count as his 11th title reign and was the last time the title changed on American soil. Well, I don't blame WC uh, Japan for yeah. not liking WCW booking. It was 1999. Oh, yeah, they were sucking. 19 years ago, World Wrestling All-Stars presented the Retribution in Glasgow, Scotland. Uh, some of the matches, Tio defeated Puppet the Psycho Dwarf, and Majaya was the special referee. Mike Saunders defeated Joe E. Legend. And I'm wondering, is that the same Joe E. Legend that used to wrestle in London? Yeah, it is uh, Canada's own Joe E. Legend. Oh, there you go. I used to heckle him good. Uh, Jeff Jarrett defeated Nathan Jones to retain the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. And Lex Luger would defeat Sting to win the vacated WWA World Heavyweight Championship. Scott Steiner, the former champ, vacated the title when he signed with WWE. 18 years ago, Michael Jerome uh, Tuit, or I think that's how you say it, T-U-I-T-E to everyone listening, a.k.a. The Wall or Sajin Sergeant Ewall or Malice, whatever uh, you want to go with. He would die of a heart attack in Tokyo, Japan. Uh, 
he broke into the wrestling business, training at Iron Mike Sharp's wrestling school, and was a protege of Bam Bam Bigelow. He would continue training at the WCW power plant in Atlanta and would uh, uh, be on and off again in WCW. He even feuded with Hulk Hogan for a brief moment. After WCW shut down, he would uh, be renamed Malice and wrestle for TNA in New Japan. Uh, he would be found unconscious in his hotel room after a match with New Japan. And again, he died of heart attack. He was only 36. It's sad how many uh, guys are found, unfortunately, in their hotel rooms yep. uh, after basically heart attacks and stuff like that. Uh, obviously, The Wall, Eddie Guerrero, Brian Pillman, those names are uh, definitely coming to mind. It's a shame. Yes, it is. 19, sorry, bleh, 17 years ago on Raw from Charlotte, North Carolina, Lita defeated Trish Stratus to win the WWE Women's Championship. The next time a women's match closed Raw wouldn't be again uh, until 12 years later when Sasha Banks defeated Charlotte for the new version of the WWE Women's Championship. Yeah, these two were pretty much the equivalent to, uh, say, Austin Rock, Steamboat uh, Flair, uh, Sting Flair for the women, uh, especially around that time. Uh, they're best friends. They are now basically, uh, I think they have a business together uh, called uh, Besties and stuff like that. Um, the one thing that's not shown here, and the unfortunate part of the great part that they were able to main event, but when Lita dove out of the ring like this, that's where she ended up landing really awkward and breaking her neck, but continued uh, to do the match and finish it off. But, uh, yeah, they definitely went all out uh, for that. So then I'm guessing she had to give up the belt? <laughs> yeah, she didn't hold it too long after that. I think they tried to milk it a slight bit to see if she would... Uh, be able to just take some time off and then uh, continue defending. But I think, yeah, they had to uh, relieve her of her uh, championship duties. But a really great match between these two. Mm -hmm. 11 years ago on Raw from Louisville, Kentucky, Santino Morella and Vladimir Kozlov defeated the Usos, Mark Henry, and Yoshi Tatsu, and the Nexus, Heath Slater and Justin Gabriel in a four-team uh, match to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. This day would also mark the one-year anniversary of Kozlov becoming an American. Congratulations. Yay. But he And if you see what he looks like today, would not recognize him. I think we've had his picture up here before uh, for his birthday. And yeah, totally uh, jacked and really tanned and i believe he has uh facial hair but a clean shaven up uh on his dome hmm. but totally unrecognizable really long facial hair and bald head oh, that's ridiculous seven years ago ufc announces that they have signed phil brooks aka sam punk to a multi-fight deal punk would declare his wrestling days were over nope no he, he was wrong 
Uh, today would have been the 87th birthday for Nicholas Warren Francis Bockwinkle, a.k.a. Nick Bockwinkle. He would start his wrestling career at 16 after a knee injury forced the University of Oklahoma to withdraw his football scholarship. He'd be uh, trained by Lou Thez and Nick's father, Warren, who was a star on the Midwestern wrestling circuit in the 1940s. Among all his accolades, he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in March of 2007. He was 80 years old at the time of his death on November 14th, 2015. I was there for that uh, Hall of Fame in nice. Detroit, part of WrestleMania 23. Yeah, I'd like to go to another WrestleMania eventually. December 7th. 34 years ago, WWF taped the 14th edition of Saturday Night's main event. Uh, some of the matches, uh, Strike Force, Tito Santana and Rick Martel, defeated the Bolsheviks, uh, Nikolai Volkov and Boris Zukov. I, I, like, I'm, except for jobbers, I don't think they ever won a bigger match. <laughs> I don't recall them yeah. uh, beating too many people. Maybe the Young Stallions and the Killer Bees, uh, they... Mm. Uh, we're equal yeah. with uh, for trading wins and losses, but uh, there was definitely a divide between the uh, superstar tag teams where uh, some were lower than the others. Uh, you'd have your uh, Rougeos, Killer Bees, uh, Young Stallions, mm. uh, Powers of Pain even. They, they got a little bit of a sniff in the main event uh, side of things, but then pushed down. And, of course, the Bolsheviks and the uh, Dream Team. And they would win that match to zip in a best of three falls match to retain the WWF Tag Team Championship. So at least they got some, uh, you know, TV title, time. title shots and TV time, of course. Jake Roberts defeated Sika. Hulk Hogan defeated King Kong Bundy to retain the WWF Championship. And Greg Valentine defeated Coco Beware. And Jake Roberts defeating Sika, that must have been when Sika was... Uh, Near the end. Oh, yeah. They were winding down their time. Yeah. Roman Reigns' is daddy. Oh, yeah. They always forget that stuff. I know they're all related, but, I, you know, it's like who, who is who? Yeah. Uh, 33 years ago, WCW presented Clash of the Champions for Seasons Beatings. This was the first major event to be presented under the WCW banner. Uh, the Fantastics, which uh, Sean was talking about, Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers, defeated Eddie Gilbert and Ron Simmons to win the vacated NWA United States Tag Team Championship. Uh, Road Warrior Animal defeated Dusty Rhodes by DQ to gain possession of the NWA World Six-Man Tag Team Championship. The Road Warriors dumped Rhodes and chose uh, Jenneru... Gen oh, man. I can't even say that name right now. Tenru as their new Tenru. partner. Uh, and the four horsemen, uh, Barry Windham and Rick Flair, defeated the Midnight Express, Bobby Eaton, and Stan Lane. Is it Generico? Is that how you say that? Jinchiro. Mm -hmm. Jinchiro. All right. 32 years ago, William D. Haystacks Calhoun died in his home in Collin County, Texas. He was 55. And we talked about him a few weeks ago. Um, 
that he weighed a good, it was 200 pounds more than um, Mabel, a.k.a. Um, uh, Viscera. So uh, he was a big boy. Nelson Frazier. 25 years ago, ECW presented Holiday Hell from ECW Arena. Raven defeated the Sandman in a barbed wire massacre match to win the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Hmm, I wonder if that's on the uh, the network. Yeah, it could be. I could see that being there. 24 years ago, WWF presented the Generation X in your house. The finals to crown the first WWF light, uh, heavyweight champion of the modern era. Takamichi Noku uh, would defeat Brian Christopher for that WWF light heavyweight championship, and he would be the first. Uh, I don't think a lot of them held it. It didn't last that that long, I don't believe. No, because they ended up uh, eventually merging with the uh, uh, WCW uh, Cruiserweight Championship. Ah. But the uh, light heavyweight title bounced around a bit. Uh, we could always look at that in uh, f- future episodes. Uh or spotlighting uh, things when it gets mm-hmm. debuted. But, uh, yeah, this also included a uh, really bad boot camp match with uh, Slaughter and Triple H. Uh, definitely ranks on uh, lists of worst matches of all time. Some of the, some of the, the stinkers. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had Butterbean defeating Mark Merrow by KO at 10 seconds of the fourth round. I'm sure that was boring as shit to watch. The New Age Outlaws uh, defeated the Legion of Doom to retain the WWF Tag Team Championship. We had, uh, of course, Hunter Hearst Helmsley defeat uh, Sergeant Slaughter in that uh, shitty boot camp match. And Steve Austin defeated The Rock to retain the WWF Intercontinental Championship. This was their first singles match against each uh, other on pay-per-view. And Ken Shamrock defeated Shawn Michaels by DQ in a WWF championship match. And probably, if I'm correct, one of the only WWF championship matches Ken Shamrock uh, received, unfortunately, because of his lack of commitment. Yeah, and you know what? I honestly didn't find him that entertaining. He was... He was, like, just so dry. 22 years ago at a Thunder taping, Bret Hart and Goldberg defeated Creative Control, uh, being Gerald and Patrick, to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. We got 13 years ago, TNA presented their second final resolution of the year. Eric Young defeated Sheikh Abdul Bashir to become the new TNA X Division champion. And the main event, uh, Mafia, Booker T, Kevin Nash, Scott Steiner, and Sting defeated the front line, being AJ Styles, Brother Devon, Brother Ray, and Samoa Joe. Uh, It's a happy 31st birthday for Jonathan Good, a.k.a. John Moxley. And he's another one we uh, think about uh, with the fact that he's uh, dealing with uh, the alcoholism uh, issues that he's uh, finally been able to face and uh, hoping he gets uh, the help he needs for his uh, wife and daughter. Mm -hmm. Yes, we wish uh, him all the best. Uh, Today is the 49th birthday of Tamara Lynn Cinch, a.k.a. Sonny. 
Yeah, she's out of jail, and I do believe I saw her recently in a picture with DDP looking pretty uh, healthy. Um, so hopefully uh, this last uh, stint in jail has helped her, and uh, she finds better uh, ways of getting through life. Mm-hmm. And if I can have your attention, uh, today would have been the 63rd birthday of Richard Aaron Rude, a.k.a. Ravishing Rick Rude. For all the scumbag sweat hogs, take a moment to shut up while the women feast their eyes on him. Yeah. All right. December 8th. 27 years ago. Now, see, that would have been more impressive if uh, the camera would have cut to you and you had a towel and you're, you know, then you got back to the picture. Anyways, December 8th, 27 years ago at a WCW Saturday night taping in Atlanta, Harlem Heat defeated Stars and Stripes, being Marcus Bagwell and the Patriot, to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. And the match wouldn't air until January 14th, 1995. Yeah, one of their earlier uh, tag team titles uh, going towards their 10 that they would hold together as a brother tag team in WCW. 24 years ago on Nitro from Buffalo, uh, New York Disco Inferno defeated Perry Saturn to win the WCW World Television Championship. And we're just going to click over to Raw is War on uh, 24 years ago as well. The Rock would become the WWF Intercontinental Champion after Stone Cold forfeits the belt to him as he felt he had nothing to prove by beating him again that night. Um, uh, As he defeated him the night before, so he didn't want to wrestle that night. Uh, He uh, would then stun The Rock, uh, repossess the IC belt back, and only to throw it in the river in New Hampshire the next night. That uh, episode of Raw was also the night that DX took over the ring and did their uh, strip poker uh, game. Uh, you know you're doing pretty good when you can sit in a wrestling ring playing cards, and uh, the ratings are good. Yep. Uh, 13 years ago, WWE revives the Slammy Awards on a special extended edition of Raw. Uh, the last time they held a Slammy Awards celebration was uh, back in 1997. Uh, and Sean, uh, out of all these awards, because th- th- we're getting into now uh, the Slammy Awards, I do have them all listed here, but we're not going to go through every single one of them. Which ones here uh, are either the more important ones or the you know the funniest ones? I'll just uh, read a couple of them. Superstar of the Year, as you see on the screen, was Chris Jericho. Match of the Year being uh, Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels, uh, the, re- uh, the retirement match at WrestleMania. Uh, Diva of the Year was Beth Phoenix. Uh, best WD.com uh, exclusive was Dirt Sheet, which was uh, Miz and Morrison doing their show. Uh, announced Team of the Year, uh, as you see on screen, is Todd Grisham and Matt Stryker. Uh, best impersonation, Charlie Haas as uh, the Glamour Haas uh, in October. Yeah, that's when Charlie was doing uh, various impersonations of superstars. And, of course, uh, to round that out, a uh, couple of the year 
was Edge and Vicky Guerrero. All right, and we got another one seven years ago, uh, another Slammy Awards to 2014 Slammies. And that was also on a special edition of Raw. Uh, this was the first year that the fans got the vote through uh, media services such as Facebook, Twitter, blah, 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 blah. Sean, if you'd like to take us through the um, some of the winners here. Well, as uh, the screen says, some of the earlier winners uh, that were not presented during the episode were Fan Appreciation Award. Uh, you sold out to Seth Rollins. That's when he turned his back on his uh, Shield brothers. Double the cross of the year was when he uh, turned on the Shield. So you got a double win there. Animal of the year, the bunny, which was uh, Justin Gabriel in that uh, costume. Best actor, the rock. And some of the other ones that were presented during the uh, night included Roman Reigns as your superstar of the year. Diva of the year, as on screen, uh, AJ Lee. Match of the year was Tag Team uh, or Team Cena versus Team Authority at Survivor Series. The This is Awesome moment of the year was Sting's debut. Uh, Breakout star of the year, Dean Ambrose, uh, as we know now as uh, John Moxley. Raw guest host of the year was Hugh Jackman after he had knocked out uh, Dolph Ziggler. NXT Superstar of the Year was Sami Zayn. How, unfortunately, he has fallen so much uh, to where he is now. Um, hope he can stay around, but I would not be surprised if he leaves anytime soon. Rivalry of the Year was Dana Bryan against the Authority, which, as we saw, culminate in the WrestleMania 30, uh, two matches that he had to get the titles. And uh, Tag Team of the Year was the uh, Usos, and finally, surprise return of the year, the Ultimate Warrior, who unfortunately passed away the day after, or two days after his induction into the Hall of Fame, after having his weird eulogy uh, sort of speech the night of uh, Raw and passed away the next day. Kind of weird situation, but that was their Slammy Awards uh, for uh, 2014. All right. Thank you for that. And it's a happy 57th birthday for Yoshi legend uh, Chigugusa Negoyo. Uh, she was one half of the Crush Gals with Lioness Asuka. The duo were the faces of all Japan women's pro wrestling in the 1980s, AJW. Uh, winning their tag team championship three times, they would also have several music singles on the top 10 charts. Moving on, our last day for this week, December 9th, 47 years ago in Toyahashi, Japan, Jack Briscoe defeated Giant Baba to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. 26 years ago, ECW presented December to Dismember from Philly. Some of the matches on the card, Dances with Dudley and Dudley Dudley. Defeated Bad Breed, being Axel and even Ian Rotten, in just two minutes. The Sandman defeated Mikey Whipwreck and Steve Austin in a three-way dance to win the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. This was Austin's second in last match in ECW. Both of them were losing efforts for the ECW title. Public Enemy, Flyboy, Rock Rock, and Johnny Grunge defeated the Heavenly Bodies, Jimmy Del Rey and Tom Pritchard. 
Public Enemy, the Pitbulls, Tommy Dreamer, uh, they defeated the Heavenly Bodies, the Eliminators, Raven, and Stevie Richards in an Ultimate Jeopardy steel cage match. As a result of being pinned in pre-match stipulations, Stevie Richard received five minutes in the cage alone with the entire winning team. Poor Stevie. Yeah, and then you have Public Enemy and uh, Heavenly Bodies doing double duty in the same show. But I guarantee you this was probably a lot better uh, in uh, 26 years ago than the WWE's uh, version of December to Dismember, which we talked about earlier yes. in this hour. Uh, 20 years ago, WWF presented Vengeance from the San Diego Sports Arena in San Diego, California. The show's feature was a one-night tournament to unify the WWF and former WCW World titles to create the WWF Undisputed Championship. We had Edge defeating William Regal to retain the WWF Intercontinental Championship. The Dudley Boys defeated Kane in the Big Slow to retain the WWF Tag Belts. The Undertaker defeated Rob Van Dam to win the WWF Hardcore Belt. Trish Stratus defeated Jacqueline to retain her WWF Women's Belt. Steve Austin defeated Kurt Angle to retain the WWF Championship. Chris Jericho defeated The Rock to win the World Heavyweight Championship. And then Chris Jericho defeated Steve Austin to unify both the WWF and World Heavyweight Championship and become the first WWF Undisputed Champion. Yeah, a lot of people would never have expected, I don't think, Chris Jericho to achieve that high. Uh, he did win the WWF uh, Championship once for like an hour on Raw. Uh, before being taken away, and I don't think they had enough confidence in him at that time. But for whatever reason, whether it was shock value or they finally had the confidence, he did back-to-back -back matches because no sooner did he beat The Rock for the WCW title. Uh, Austin's class broke, and now he came, and he beat both. He still brags about it to this day that he bo beat both The Rock and Stone Cold in the same night compared to what others can do. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it definitely uh, launched his uh, career even bigger than it probably could have been or would have been uh, had he ever uh, had he stayed in WCW and eventually would have migrated over to WD with the uh, sale of WCW. But I don't know if he'd ever reached the heights that he did do uh, had it gone a different way. Quite right. 17 years ago in Osaka, um, Japan, Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Hiroshi Tenzan to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. 11 years ago at an impact taping at Universal Orlando, Angelina Love and Winter defeated Madison Rain and Tara in a tournament final to win the TNA Knockouts Tag Team Championship. And we got another Slammy Award. It's 2013. Uh, that one was eight years ago. And it was also on a special edition of Raw. And uh, just hand it over to Sean. Yeah, some of those ones uh, included uh, What a Maneuver, uh, I guess, uh, over to uh, honoring Vince McMahon's uh, catchphrase when he was commentating. But that went to Roman Reigns for his spear. Faction of the Year was The Shield. You still got an award went to Goldust uh, because they had the best return, teaming with his brother, becoming tag team champions uh, together. 
best dance moves of the year were the Funkadactyls. Uh, the Say What uh, of the year best quote was Dusty Rhodes for one stipulation. Uh, I'm in my boy's corner, and I'll uh, kick your huckleberry all over the all night long. Sorry, I didn't do the best in Dusty's uh, voice, but a uh, couple of the year was Dan O'Brien and Brie Bella tag team of the year, Cody and Dustin. Uh, feature length, I mean, feet of strength of the year, Mark Henry uh, pulled two trucks with his bare hands. Um, Diva of the year were the Bella twins, so it was a tie apparently. Superstar of the year was Daniel Bryan. Fan participation of the year was the Yes Chant. And insult of the year, Stephanie McMahon insults Big Show. Extreme moment of the year, CM Punk's vengeance on Paul Heyman at Hell in a Cell. And the match of the year was John Cena versus The Rock at WrestleMania 29. Now, they also, at that time, still had uh, two uh, separate belts. And that night, I'll bring up the other picture, they had legends in the ring, uh, all dressed in tuxedos except for Triple H. Well, Big Slow didn't really dress up either. But uh, there was a lot more legends and former world champions all gathered in the ring. They hung both belts up uh, above the uh, ring as John Cena and Randy Orton battled to become the, I guess at that time again, undisputed uh, champion. And I believe then they ended up eventually uh, doing away with the big gold belt. And that happened for a little while. And then they brought in the uh, Universal Championship. So as much as they want to merge those titles together, they keep on splitting them off. Yep. Now that uh, that hanger they have there, you know, I don't why WWE doesn't sell that thing right there, but as a tie rack. Oh, people would love it. That'd be nice. And they use that, uh, I think, a little more often for uh, the tag team title matches and stuff like that instead of uh, having a just a regular uh, carabiner yeah. and a chain. No, oh, that, that you gotta the when when you got the money, you can make things look so much nicer. Yep. And it's a happy 53rd birthday for Olympic gold medalist winner and former WWE champion and Hall of Famer Kurt Steven Angle. It's true. It's true. It's damn true. Yep. And of course, he is a former TNA champion many times over as well. Yeah, and has his own uh, podcast with uh, Conrad Thompson. Who doesn't have a podcast with Conrad Thompson? Surprisingly enough, his own father-in-law. Wow. Ric Flair is back uh, doing a podcast and not with Conrad, which Conrad started his podcasting with Rick years ago. All right, and that's it for this week in wrestling history. Of course, it's compiled from the vast land of Google, Wikipedia, CagesideSeats.com, and most importantly, from fans and journalists that had front row seats to history. And as always, a big, huge thank you to our sponsor, CoolBet. CoolBet.com and sportsbook betting and casino games. Stay cool and bet responsibly. Check them out. And, of course, thanks to uh, all of our genres listeners. Yep, we appreciate everybody uh, joining us, whether it's on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, watching us on YouTube or on uh, Facebook. We're always available 
reach out to us. Uh, everything's down at the bottom of how to get in touch with us. Scumbags Wrestling at gmail.com. Scumbags Wrestling on Facebook. Twitter is at Scumbags Canada. Yeah, Instagram at Scumbags Wrestling. Our website, scumbagswrestling.ca. There's so many ways of getting in t- uh, touch with us. S- let us know what you want to see. Be involved. We're interactive all the time. And uh, get out and also support independent wrestling. Uh, we like to uh, do that a lot as well. And I hope to see you at uh, various shows throughout Ontario. So, well, I wish you guys all a great day on this uh, Thursday. And uh, we'll see you next week for another edition of This Week in History.